When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast thank you so much for joining us truly appreciate it it's gerald glasser coming right back at you here from pop culture cosmos lakers fast break inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there that listens to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, Lakerholics.com, and of course, the wonderful folks out there that support us right there at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at hoopheadspod.com. No, Laker Tom's Coca-Cola can. No, Coca-Cola doesn't support us, but if they want to go ahead and send over some money, they are always welcome to. But if you can support us, money or not, even by listening or watching, it is sincerely appreciated. The Lakers went into Sacramento with a game that they must have had because they were doomed, if they didn't, to go back to 500. And with a lot of the teams in the Western Conference on the upswing, they're starting to lose ground and half the season was already done. So it's now time for the Lakers and the rest of the team to get more serious about exactly what they're going to plan to do in the rest of the season. And again, they went into tonight's game threatening to go back to 500 and start off really good for the Lakers. They played pretty good defense. They actually shot the ball well, seemed to be working well on transition, and they went out to a 14-point lead in the first half. But the Lakers, unfortunately, their defense in the small ball situation right there couldn't really get the job done because their defense just collapsed. But about three minutes left in the second quarter and just started to erode from there as the Layup line began for the Sacramento Kings as they scored 70 points in the paint as opposed to the Lakers 42. And unfortunately, the Lakers fourth quarter comeback was, you know, it just fell just short as the Lakers unfortunately fall to 500 with a 125 to 116 victory for the Sacramento Kings. And here today to talk about the game, the very disappointing defense the normally things you could say about Russell Westbrook keeping both teams in the game, but unfortunately, I think Russell has a good excuse today, and I'll explain why a little bit. But Laker Tom is here from Lakerholics.com, and Laker Tom, 
Russell Westbrook aside, and we'll we'll just put him on the side right here for it because he had an awful game today. But there are reasons why I think that people need to give it a rest today as far as the divisiveness. But with everything else out there, you got a good game from Monk. You got, even though he didn't shoot well from three, a good game from LeBron. Austin Reeves played good on both ends of the floor. But outside of that, they just couldn't get it done as the defense just really after the second quarter. Halfway through, you just saw the holes started opening up for the Sacramento Kings just to start the layup line. And it kind of eroded just from there. You know, it's some teams have matchup situations that just seem to be hard for the Lakers to handle. And the Kings are obviously in that situation. The problem with the Lakers still is that, especially with Melo out tonight, that you've got three of your top seven players missing. And the the Kings scored 96 points, the starters. Everybody was in double figures. We had two guys in double figures, LeBron and Monk. The other three guys have put in 16 points. Nobody could even hit double figures. If it weren't for a great performance from Reeves, we wouldn't have even been close enough to get to the game. You know, I understand what you're saying about Russ, and you know that I've been I've been supportive of Russ, even though I would like to trade him for Ben Simmons, but I wouldn't probably trade him for anybody else. But this was a frustrating game because he was in the heart of three or four times when we were within striking distance and and he made bad plays and bad decisions. And there were a couple of times like at the end of the second and third quarter where he was personally responsible for 5-0, runs for the other team. Yep, yep. yep. I do yep. want to say, though, normally I would be on my vengeance in regards to this because, you know, I never wanted Russell Westbrook yeah. on this team from the get-go. But it was actually on the injured list yesterday with flu-like symptoms, which he's had for a couple of days now. So it's non-COVID related, but it is something that he was under the weather so in that essence, he was out there trying to gut it out. You could clearly see in the last game where he was just not feeling it. People were thought he was upset. He might have just been starting to feel into effects of whatever flu symptoms he had. Obviously, it's carried over to today. Yes, there are normally issues with Russ, and I would normally say that, but I'm not going to go ahead today and, and beat up on him because I know he's going to be beaten up by a lot of people out there. But please understand he was suffering from flu-like symptoms I think that he, just by him going out there, trying to get it out, it was detrimental to the team, but you've got to admire him actually trying to go ahead and get it out. Well, I think anybody who can't appreciate how hard Russ plays and how much he cares about the game and and the motor that he has, I mean, he's exactly the kind of player I always wanted to have on my team, you know, and, and I still think there are ways for the Lakers to win. You know, Russ... Russ is so polarizing and he gets all of this pressure put on him. You know, I, he obviously cares about this thing. I mean, for example, you look at how could he have two games without any turnovers when he's had, what's it like six years or something like that since he had games with turnovers and he has two of them in the last, in the last four games. And that's obvious because he's trying, he's trying to fit in and he's trying to address the criticism about the turnovers and how devastating they are and so forth. And he now only had sure, one, he only had one turnover today, just to let it. Yeah, know. you know, and so the problem is, is that that's like asking LeBron to play without turnovers. You know, some guy's just gonna have to have turnovers, and you're just gonna have to hope that he has 12 assists to offset the three turnovers. But you can't, 
you can't have a rust that's on half power, you know, it's not. And, and but, hopefully I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you're right, Gerald. And it is just that he's got the flu and that that's slowed him down and, and so forth. But this is a frustrating loss because I had it tagged as a must win game before. You uh, and I both, year. you and I both. And, well, I'm just uh, going to say, let me just say this. The team, if you're going to get 116 points from the Lakers, and then you're also going to get just nine turnovers as a team, and LeBron and Russ only having one turnover each, you would take that. The problem is that tells me that the small ball lineups, people are finding ways after a first quarter strong performance. They're finding ways to cut through the small ball defense, and that's the problem I have. The perimeter defense, which I've told you from the start, was an issue you could see it because constantly Fox, Halliburton, you know, they were getting around the perimeter players. Reeves is trying hard, but still they're getting around the players left and right and, and just creating lanes, open lanes, where they either, either go ahead and take it to hold themselves or dish it off right there for Bagley or someone else to get an easy layup. For me, it, I've said, I've said this over and over that it, our greatest need at this point in time defensively is a rim protector. And yeah, everybody's sitting there saying, yeah, we've got one. His name is Anthony Davis and he's going to be back, you know? Um, but I think we need more than that. You know, we, we need to have either look at the starting lineup disparity. We were outscored by 24 points in the starting lineup. Now that's, that's one hell of a load to put on your bench to say, Hey, you guys got to get us 25 points or we're not going to win tonight. Um, you can't do that. And I understand that Frank loves Avery Bradley. And I understand that, that Kendrick Nunn is not playing. And I understand that, you know, that he, he wants to have defensive players in there and he wants players who underhand his system. And those players just can't get into the lineup yet, which really puts a load on the Lakers because, you can't say I, I can't even in my most optimistic vein say that the Lakers are are favored to win the championship this year. There's probably three or four teams that are more likely to win than we are at this point in time. And that's even if I have all of the optimistic things like we don't have anybody getting injured and the guys that are injured get back and are healthy. You know, you have to have so much you have to have such a perfect storm at this point in time in the season and as well as as well as the other four top teams in the West who are all four better than the Lakers and all four could be better than any of the teams in the East. You know, I think the Grizzlies have proven it the way that they've came out and played they They won 20 games in, 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 since Thanksgiving, the closest team to that was 15 games. Yeah. They're 20 and four. It wasn't a fluke that they beat us, you know, Maybe it was more of a fluke that we were close enough to have possibly won that first game against them. You look at the Warriors, the Warriors are going to be the favorites. And then you've got the Suns, who we're having a real problem handling ever since that one injury from Anthony Davis in that situation. And we'll find out how good we do against Utah, but you know, that's those, that's a tough matchup. There's four teams above us that we're going to have to get better to beat. And right now we don't have the tools for that. And it comes down to, can we make a trade? Because what we have right now is not good enough. Even with the guys that are missing is not going to be good enough to win a championship this year. In my opinion, we need to make a move. 
It's not going to be easy, but there are ways of doing it. And and one of the good things is there are quite a few players out there who could really help us. While there's a lot of competition for those players, there's also a lot of people who are maybe not looking for exactly the same thing the Lakers are. I'm hoping that the Lakers are deciding if they watch what's happening with the small ball situation, that the best thing that they can possibly do really is to trade for Miles Turner so that they can play super big, too big ball that Frank wants to play, or they can play the small ball or the micro ball with LeBron at the center. They've got all of these options. And I, and, and I still think that there are teams and matchups where it's going to be difficult for us to play small ball and micro ball only. I think you've got to be able to be versatile enough to go at both ends. And the centers that we have right now on this team, you know, backing up Anthony Davis aren't the kind of players who are going to be able to start in any situation or stay on the floor in any situation. So we have to make some changes of of the lineup and, and roster. We've got to get bigger, and I think we should get bigger at the center position as a priority, as long as it's a modern stretch five center um, over getting a power forward. Because I think our power forward is Anthony Davis. And I think in the end, Anthony Davis wants to play the four. Frank wants to play two bigs. And all of these things that are showing that it is happening to us where we're getting killed in the paint. I mean, we did get close in the rebounds, but we got killed in the paint. It's because of size. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But once again, the Lakers did fall with a, you know, even after a fourth quarter charge that made it close. Unfortunately, they did lose 125 to 116. Before we had an out, Laker Tom, the divisive individual. You know, everybody talks about how Russell is, is so divisive. Laker Tom is divisive. On YouTube, they absolutely love you. They're always on point, Bash says, on YouTube and on one of your recent videos. And then you go to, go to Twitter. Twitter, oh my gosh, Twitter just roasts you alive every single time that you go ahead and post something on there. So. Well, well you know what it is a lot of the time, Gerald, is that the YouTube crowd loves you. The Twitter crowd well, no, doesn't. it's the it's the fact that there's a difference between when I'm there's a difference between trades that I propose versus trades that I'm just let's say there's almost no trade proposed for the Lakers that is not newsworthy unless it's from a totally unreliable source. That's not newsworthy enough that I'm going to retweet it and put it and post it in Lakerholics.com. And, and, you know, so, you know, that's the same thing that you do when you look at the trade. Listen, I will admit to having put together some crazy trades because I, <laughs> I love nothing better than something that's out of the box, you know, out of the box thinking has always just been something special. And so uh, I have enough of my own crazy trades, but when you add up 
that I will um, curate, if you will, for Lakerholics.com, along with my comments about the trade, sometimes supporting it, sometimes laughing at it. But there's probably, you know, 80% of the trades that are showing up on my Twitter account are those kinds of situations. It's just news. You know, it's just news that's being curated and presented in, in to our particular group of people. Well, you see what's going on mm-hmm. with the Lakers right now. They do fall to 21 and 21. Yep. They're at 500. Already the second half of the season has begun. They fall down. To and the eight. same as the first half of the season. Yep, pretty much the same. Right now, they're in eighth place, tied with the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, with just a couple games going their way, they could hop over the Clippers, Denver Nuggets, and also the Dallas Mavericks very easily if they just get on a hot streak again. Will that happen? But you could say that about every one of those teams that you just mentioned. And that's that's <laughs> correct. So right now they're all playing to around 500 level. But can yeah. the Lakers rebound? We'll find out because Minnesota is just right behind them in ninth place. So let's not forget about them. But it is a while before you get down to Portland in 10th place. So I think the Lakers can at least rest their head knowing that they can go ahead and not probably fall lower than ninth here in the Western Conference, which I don't think is exactly a stupendous thing. But it is what it is right there. They'll have 25 games back. They'll have 25, 25 to 30 games left. I think that's February is 29 games beginning in February 1st. Mm-hmm. So that's that's enough games if we have everybody. And, and Monk, I mean, uh, and Nunn is supposedly going to be ready by the end of January. He's getting close to, to rejoin that team at, at practice. Again. Yeah, that's like the guy that's three years away from three being three years away. Uh, maybe you know? uh, it's going to be a race between him, Zion, and Anthony Davis on getting to the court. There you go. Oh God! Well, I, I would probably <laughs> bet I would probably put Zion in last place on that. So that's good news, I guess, for the Lakers. Uh, I guess that is indeed. Yeah. But I do want to make mention that the next game for the Lakers is on Saturday. Saturday. So please, yes, they will be at Denver. There's a game they can pick up right there on someone just above them in the schedule. So please, if you can, go ahead and check out the game that's taking place on Saturday. The game time is going to be 6 p.m. Pacific time. So it's going to be at Denver. It's going to be on the Lakers station. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, we'll be on after that game, what, around 8.30 Pacific. Usually that's probably around when it happens unless there's overtime. So you can check us out then. We love the fact that everybody has dropped on by to go ahead and check us out here at the Lakers Fast Break. I do want to mention that we're going to try, finally, solidify tomorrow. Jamie and I and hopefully Sean Grice can go ahead and finalize our all-star lineups. I've got mine ready. Just waiting for those two to get it together. But I'm saying the the, the deadline has been passed. I'm saying we got to do this Thursday. So we are announcing our all-star picks on Thursday so go ahead and look for that on Thursday night and Friday, wherever you get your podcast. But before we head on out, Laker, Tom, I want to go ahead and make mention of your latest article, how the Lakers can escape the early season chaos and win a championship. That's your latest article right there at Lakerholics.com. Do you want to mention about that or do you want to mention on what's going on at Lakerholics.com before we head on out? We've made some changes at this site. We have a new blog editor. Sean Grice is no longer with the site. Um, we wish Sean the very best in his new ventures and so forth. But Michael Heinrich is taking over. Michael's uh, actually been uh, another one of the expats from the Lakers, LA Times Lakers blog and and some of the other things. So he's been a participant in Lakerholics.com for years, and he's taken over as blog editor. He's got a, a, a great new article uh, that he just posted on it, and Jamie Sweet's got another article that he just posted 
So there's some great new stuff on there and lots of conversation, lots of discussion about the trades. Yeah, I think you've got a faction that's on my side wanting to do trades. And then you got another faction that's probably on Jamie's side of feeling that they're not going to make any trades or just minor adjustments and so forth. And most of that has to do with either how either side views the Lakers trade chips as to whether or not they're worth anything in the market and so forth. But uh, so it's a great, a lot of, a lot of great conversation. The traffic has been great on the site. Disappointing sometimes after a Laker game, but by the next day, uh, everybody's in there ready to have their opinions and defend them. I want to also, like you said, mention that in his five things articles, his latest article is not just a recap of the game. It's actually an oversight uh, on the first half and what to look forward to in the second half. And like you said, the wheat from the chaff is his article. Please check that out. It's a very, very good one. I read it before we went on the air. I want to go ahead and make sure everybody knows that Jamie Sweet's article, the wheat from the chaff is right there at Lakerholics.com. I'm going to say in between both. And I know that's a scapegoat. That's an easy way out, but I'm not, I'm going to tell you that Lakers are going to try very hard to get a trade done. But the problem is with the playing now, and now you have 20, 22, 24 teams that now think they can go ahead and make the playoffs. It is very hard to find the right trade partner per se than what you could maybe three years ago, because you just have more teams that think they will have a chance to go ahead and get into the playoffs. So that's what buyers and fewer sellers. Exactly. It's going to be harder for the Lakers to pull off the trade. I'm not saying they can't get it done. They need to get it done personally. That's fact. I said that at the beginning of the season, I said that I thought the reason why the Lakers are going to go all the way is because they were going to have that one magical acquisition that was going to put them over the top. Rob, said, Rob hasn't made a trade in the midseason since he's Well, unfortunately, over. that's got to change right now because yeah, you I see this so team, even when they're healthy, yeah. they still need some help. Not only that, the other thing that people don't think about is how it affects the summer. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons that you, you, you go into – we only have two trading chips. One of them, none, is going to be a free agent. So when summer comes, we're only going to have one trading chip, yeah. THT, if we don't do anything. And his only worth $10 million. That means it's very hard to, to flip him for anything. And we got nobody to put with him except for Russell Westbrook. If you were going to trade Russell Westbrook in the summer, might be pretty smart to think about trading him now because you're, it's a pro-ratted season and you've already paid half of the salary for whoever's going to trade for him. Yeah, but Russell Westbrook's contract becomes so much more valuable next year because it'll be his last season and 40-plus million coming off the (laughs) Yeah, and and what the Lakers will do is they'll say, Russ, why don't you opt out, give up that 47 million, and we'll give you 100 million over four years. Oh, my dear God, Lord, help me. Uh, (laughs) You want to give me a heart attack? You're the one that's had heart attacks. You want to give me the heart attack? You know why they'll do that? You know why they'll do that? They'll do that because they want to get hard capped. And that's the only way they can be hard capped because if they're hard capped, they can then offer Malik Nunk $10 million a year versus six. And then, and they can match that will probably sign him for long-term getting to be the top priorities. We go along. Float that out there with Russell Westbrook being re-signed for four years, a hundred million dollars. See how that floats at Laker Tom on Twitter. Let's see how that floats. I want to see. I didn't say I was supporting that. I said that, Okay. There's no other way for the Lakers to get more than $6 million offer for Monk. For Monk. Yeah. There is not. You can't. 
it's, it's financially impossible. And there could be the issue there. But if Monk wants to stay, maybe he'll work. But they can go. Out. They can do the non-taxpayer, the 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 full ten point two million dollar MLE on him. But it'll hard cap him to do that. What if he goes and just does a handshake deal? Okay, I'll take the six million now with uh, we can pay him eleven million next year. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You could sign him for. You could just do the wink, wink, nod, nod. My gosh, something behind yeah. the scenes. But somebody's going to offer. Somebody's going to offer him like. Somebody's going to offer him thirty million. Yeah. Wow. And then you, you're going to say, Malik, just leave that thirty million behind. We will give you six million. Well, they can't you, promise to take- give you eleven million the next year, and then we'll give you. We'll make up the difference. I mean, but the thing is, I know Laker he's grateful Tom, for being a Laker, but he's going, not that going grateful. From, going from six to ten million isn't going to do much good if he is going to be offered thirty million dollars. So we'll wait and well, see. No, what he'll happens. be offered ten million dollars a year, three years at thirty million. That's where uh, I think he'll make. I think he'll be offered more. I think he'll be more offered than ten. Yeah, the way he's playing right now. Yeah, well, I mean, look at he, tonight. If he played the rest of the year the way he's played in the last seven since he started, yes. I mean, even if, but he, if he does, there, but if he does that, then maybe we should trade. Maybe we should give Westbrook to somebody, give Westbrook away to some team that yeah, there isn't any team that will take him. But uh, yeah, no, Oklahoma City yeah. isn't that nice. You got to throw a whole bunch of picks with that. But yeah, right. And Monk did a great job today. Six he was nine, great tonight. Three, he was great tonight. Twenty-two points. Austin Reeves, your guy, did a great job on the only one on the defensive end. You could say did anything defensively. He, you know, he is. Put some weight on that boy, and he's going to be deadly, man. Uh, he just gets pushed around underneath there, yes. and 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 he obviously is not getting the calls. Um, but no. he's making some great plays on defense. Um, he, he knows how to strip the ball. I love that dunk that he got on a pass from LeBron, and they did that right after missing a three. And the one thing about the kid that is so different from Alex Caruso, because they really are different type of players, although they – they both are the plus flavor, plus minus favorites. You know, they they really rank good in that sense. But what he does is, he's a shooter. He'll be a volume three point shooter on the Lakers, and at some point in time, he's the guy who should replace Bradley in the starting lineup. Well, then you we'll got a six five guard, you know, is, that goes it plays defense right next to Russ. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe that will be the case, but it's looking more and more like the Lakers need some type of change because they're back down to 500 after another right. disappointing loss, 125 to 116. We will be back for sure on Saturday night after the game against Denver. I'm looking also forward again to going ahead and announcing our all-star picks for me, myself, Jamie Sweet, maybe Sean Grice. We'll see what happens on Thursday night. Don't forget but mine. Don't forget mine. Yours is already there, so people want well, to go ahead and check sure out you mine. Give me. Just make sure when you were comparing who picked who that. And well, yours was outside of Bam out of bio. Everything else yours was was pretty solid. I, I think well, Bam, Bam just hasn't been in any games. He he probably won't be in what maybe. Well, about but you're gonna you should compile all four of them together and come up with the Lakers yeah, fast break. Just, I just the said, Lakers fast break all star picks. Well, you said you were gonna post them at Lakerholics.com. Well, but, I'm still but waiting. No, but it's a Lakers fast break all star picks. Okay, well, fair enough. You'll, we'll, we'll mention that tomorrow. I'll go ahead and I'll write down, since you didn't type them on LakerAlex.com, I'll write them down on from our episode. On them up and let's see yes. who together as, as we vote. 
most of them are pretty much automatic. I mean, most of our arts will always bleed over together. It's just the tail end of the rosters, I think, is where we'll disagree. But again, we'll find out more about that tomorrow because we're definitely going to go ahead and announce that. For Laker Tom and I, we'll be back on Saturday after the game at Denver. Looking forward to a Lakers win that will get them back on the right track. Hopefully get them back up in the standings. And we'll see if that happens on Saturday night right here at the Lakers Fast